Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Have you ever had to make a hard decision and you don't know how to make the decision? Or have you ever been at a crossroads and you're trying to decide on the most effective strategy in your company? For me, that's all the time when I come up with different strategic moves or I think about the future of my business or I navigate the path of entrepreneurship and parenting. So much of it is about figuring out what the next best move is and figuring out how to improve my decision-making process when I don't necessarily have all the information or I don't know how to evaluate what's going to happen or I can't predict the future. I have been inside a difficult decision lately, and it's something that comes up time and time again in my business practices and leadership practices. I've been trying to figure something out, and I have been struggling. So one of the things that I did recently was I went into our startup pregnant community, and I posted a question. And I asked for a lot of feedback and advice. And I got so many different answers. And I got a number of ideas that surprised me. And then a couple people reached out to talk further about this sticky puzzle that I'm working on. So I wanted to share some of the kind of behind the scenes of what's going on and the decision-making framework that I have been working on and how it affects this podcast. So that's today's episode. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. So here's the deal. As a parent and as a business owner, I've got two young kids, a one-year-old and a three-year-old, and I have been producing weekly content on this podcast every Monday without fail over maternity leaves and throughout the holiday seasons and beyond. I took my first real break in the summer of 2019 and took a pause and had some time to reflect and calibrate and realized that publishing a weekly podcast is an incredible amount of work. And also at this point in my business, it may be a blocker for other things that I want to create. That has been something that's really hard for me to grapple with because I want to be able to keep creating content on a weekly basis. But I also, I mean, I know when I listen to my body and I listen to and I uh, or I look at the evidence that's around me and in the creation over the past two and a half years, it's I need to change something in order to get different results, which is which is really interesting because in entrepreneurship more generally, there's often inflection points. The first two years might not look like the next two years, which might not look like the next two years. And one of the things that we have to do as entrepreneurs is figure out when we should shift our strategies and our behaviors because we've reached a certain milestone or because the context and the environment that we're in is different. Maybe a marketing project that we've been working on for two years stops working or Facebook ads stop working and we have to shift and address the active dynamic climate that we live in. We, it's not static. Everything is dynamic and we're constantly evaluating and reevaluating what's working and what's not working. So in our Startup Pregnant Facebook group, I wrote, I'm feeling a poll lately to pause this podcast for three to six months. And that makes me really nervous to say out loud. And I wonder whether or not that's the right decision. And I openly asked everyone, and you can, I'll put the link in the show notes, you can look at the conversation if you'd like, because there have been some really fascinating and brilliant responses. 
but I, I didn't know how to go about making the decision necessarily. And I was unpacking so many of the layers. The truth is, is that weekly shows and weekly shows that involve deep dive 60 to 90 minute interviews with entrepreneurs are too much. It's really hard for me to maintain that level of content and do all of the other things that are calling to me in my business world. So I ran through a couple of scenarios or a couple of ideas. First of all, I could republish past episodes. I could take a best of the podcast series and for 12 weeks republish past episodes and share with you some of the most brilliant minds that we've had on this show, especially for people that are new to joining the podcast and new to listening or, you know, even if you've heard the episode before and you want to go back and revisit someone, there's always more wisdom and more nuggets to glean when you go back and listen to some of these women that we've had on the show. Another option I had was rethinking the structure of the podcast. So instead of a weekly, making it every other week. And that felt really exciting in a way. Like if it was every two weeks, would that make more sense? Or maybe doing a combination of everything, doing uh, one repurposed episode each month, one mini episode, one week off, and then one new, one brand new interview. So then I radically reduce the load to doing only one new interview every month, but still creating weekly content. Someone reminded me that parenting and pregnancy and even business are so much about seasonality and doing things one way forever and ever doesn't actually match with the reality that we live seasonally and we experience seasonally. And in fact, when you look at things like television and the number of episodes there can be of your your favorite show, you might find they have like 13 or 20 or eight episodes and they drop them all in a batch and then they take a break and then they release more. It takes time to create the work and creating work at all times without ever stopping isn't necessarily the best strategy. Some people questioned the need to keep going at all. They said, well, what if you actually do just stop and take six months of time off? And I said, oh, that makes me scared. And they said, what are you afraid of? And I started to write out my fears. And part of my fears are, you know, not having enough downloads or not wanting to come back or not having the inertia or the momentum. And also, maybe people will stop listening to the podcast and they won't return. But as I went through each of these fears, I realized that all of these things could be potentially true, even if I didn't stop the podcast. So even if I kept going and created weekly content, people could still leave or stop being interested or find something new. Like this, None of those things would be solved by me creating weekly content. So that was interesting to observe. And then lastly, somebody asked me a question that it was one of those, you know, smack on your forehead, like, oh, yes, because and this was Celia, she wrote, she was like, Sarah, you always tell me that projects can have a natural ending point. When is Startup Pregnant, the podcast's natural ending point? And I realized I've been asking myself, is it done? Is this podcast over? And the thing is, is I don't have a strong intuitive sense that it's over yet. I feel and I'm able to distinguish these two things. I feel like I need a break to pause because I want to make other things for Startup Pregnant. So it may be that the podcast is starting to wrap up, or it may be that we have another 100 episodes. And I have to be honest, I don't know the answer to that question yet. 
Michelle, who is our decision-making expert who has done and studied decision analysis, and she was on the show much earlier, and she's one of my favorite people to talk to about making decisions. She said, well, let's step back and make sure that we're framing the context of this question correctly. And that is, is the question you want to make a decision about, is the question truly, should I keep going with a podcast or not? And she helped me identify that that I was asking a yes or no question. And the question I was asking might not be the question I really want to sink my teeth into. She said, it sounds like you're actually asking, what's the best use of my time and energy right now? And I said, that is exactly correct. I feel so strongly that I want to write and consolidate and organize the information that's on the site. And I want to create resources for people related to Start a Pregnant that aren't in podcast form. I want to make resources that, that are in a different audiovisual written form. And she said, well, that's really fascinating. You know, your question is now, what's the best use of my time? When I step back and say to myself, what's the best use of my time? What are all the ways that I could spend my energy going forward and create the most impact, the maximum impact in the work that I want to do in the world? The immediate clear answer that comes up right away is that the podcast is not the most effective use of my time right now. And that I feel a deep calling to do something different, at least for the fall. And I think that is so Cool. So I'm at an inflection point here where I am considering leaving for the next three to six months just to be able to write and create content in a different form for the people that I work with and the community that I serve. And for many of you listening, that's you. I want to make things for to serve my audience beyond the podcast. I think in an ideal world, we can see all of these decisions in a vacuum and say, well, I have to do all the things, right? I have to have the weekly podcast and the weekly emails and then also make these lead magnets and develop the resources and then build my courses or build my service offerings or manufacture this new product or create a new proposal or a process while also simultaneously doing, you know, list 10 more things that you could be doing. And I think the reality is that time is incredibly limited. And for people who are navigating parenting and pregnancy alongside business, we just don't have enough freaking time. Like there is very limited time. Time is one of the most precious resources we have. And so I think that short of implementing like systems-wide changes to how we do parenting in this culture, which I'm working on, I think that we need to be more ruthless and uh, relentless about protecting our time and making these hard decisions. And so, so in pursuit of that, stopping the podcast is actually one of the most strategic moves I can make for the next few months and saying, okay, I'm going to pause and I'm going to focus my energy on this other thing. Once I made that decision and I said, you know what, it's okay for me to be free and to take some time away. I need to have time to like, for me, the way that writing works is I actually need to go for several days without checking in on too many other projects and locations. The podcast becomes an interruption and the social media and email and all of the other things that are swirling around in the business arena become an interruption when I need to do deep work on projects that take, that span, you know, it might take 10 days of writing. And so I need to be ruthless about protecting the amount of time it takes to do that kind of work in the world. However, something really interesting for me came up and 
what happened was once I made these series of decisions where I said, okay, first of all, the weekly long form interview show is not working right now. And second, I feel a pull to create something else in a different way. What came up for me and what a few people had recommended in the group that I think is really interesting is I realized that I could do five to 10 minute updates on where I am in the development of the written projects. Instead of creating deep form or deep dive content for the podcast and spending the eight to 10 hours it takes to create each episode, I could do a five minute update for you all and tell you week over week and keep myself accountable to making these other projects in the world. And I said, oh, that could be cool. And it also made me really nervous. Like, ah, I'm going to be live on the microphone telling people whether or not I'm hitting my goals. That sounds terrifying. I do quite appreciate the being able to have the vantage point as the interview of the interviewer and asking people like what their business looks like and how they're doing things and what what the stories about their successes and failures were. Living out loud and telling you in real time whether or not what I'm doing is working is... I mean, it's really vulnerable and it's hard. And it means that I'm sharing not just my business's successes and failures, but also my personal ins and outs. So what will this project look like? I am going to create loose parameters, which feels deeply uncomfortable. I am going to update weekly if I can. But I'm going to actively put this podcast on a lower level in the priority rung than making the content that I'm making, which means I give myself permission to skip a week. Oh, that sounds so scary to say. I like I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to let people down, but I'm going to allow that to happen. So over the next 12 to 16 weeks, I am going to pause the interview production and I'm going to just check in and let you know how we're doing. The cool thing about this time period is that it lines up really nicely with Q4. We're nearing the end of September, and then we will have three more months left of the calendar year, October, November, and December. And when I do my quarterly planning and when I teach people about quarterly planning and 90-day cycles, I always remind people that the last quarter goes really fast because in the United States, there is a week for Thanksgiving and usually two weeks for the Christmas holiday. Well, there's two weeks for the Christmas holiday if you have children in school, but two weeks of December usually get swallowed up by traveling and logistics. People tend to catch a lot of colds and get sick, and there's a lot of year-end work, year-end wrap-up work that happens. People have to finish their financials, their accounting, figure out how much money they have left, figure out whether or not they need to spend more in order to get tax breaks, wrap everything up, close out projects, and get ready for the close of the year. So as we approach the last 90 days of this calendar year, I invite you to join me and see what it is that you want to do to finish 2019 strong. I am going to be focused on shipping and releasing Startup Pregnance mini books. Our mini books are short 10,000 words or so guides that help people with really specific problems when it comes to parenting or entrepreneurship. So the main goal of the next 90 days is to take some time to turn all of this amazing content that we have into written form. 
That's strategic for us as a business because it is easier to search than audio content. It creates an immediate uh, opt-in action item purchase point, depending on the nature of the content for people to, to be able to use. And eBooks reach people at a different level of distribution than podcasts do. So my intention here for the next 90 days and potentially the next 180 days, the next six months, is to take what we are building and the framework that I'm using in my head when I think about it is productizing, really taking what we have to offer and putting it into a format that is easy for you listening or people who are uh, visiting our website to say, yes, I need that. It's, this is a very clear and easy decision. This is a very clear and easy pain point for me. I And it's not a large hurdle for people to make a purchasing decision. So we have a number of ebook concepts in our curriculum right now in our like product wheelhouse, if you will. And I want to take the time to build them. And I've been feeling like I've been wanting to do this. I thought I was going to do it simultaneously alongside the podcast. And the reality is that we have extremely limited time as business owners. So what I need to do is bring that into the forefront and focus on it rather than trying to do the two things simultaneously. And so that means I'm taking a risk here. It means I'm going to stop the podcast, at least kind of, for a little bit, at least in the in the like overarching producing things at high level all the time. We're going to take a pause. I'm going to step back and I'm going to start focusing on a different kind of product. Like taking the big picture, the last two years have been really good in terms of SEO and creating blog content and podcast content on the website. But there's a tipping point when more uh, blog content doesn't incrementally increase the value of a site the way that the first 100, 200 posts necessarily did. What I want to do now is start to organize this amazing library of resources that we have and share it in easier to digest and consume ways. And we're going to make products that are in the like $15 to $25 range for Startup Pregnant. I want to make things that are easy, that are a no-brainer, and that help as many people as possible. We already have a high-end program, our year-long mastermind, our community of women. And that is an amazing offering that I love that's part of the school. And I could do courses at the $200 to $500 level and focus on building out the Startup Pregnant School, but I'm not going to focus on that yet. It doesn't feel like quite the right time. So I'm going to pause on that as the next step because I want to make something, the things that I want to make, I want to make things that are easy to find and a no-brainer that help as many people as possible and that are fast, that are easy to access because the pain points for my specific market, entrepreneurs that are in the middle of building something, maybe don't have 12 months to figure out some of the problems that they need solved. And maybe don't have even the $500 to figure something out, especially when it comes to pregnancy and parents. The shift to becoming a parent can be so expensive and so upending in so many ways. You have you can navigate all the health insurance and the doctor's bills and the costs of taking care of a child and having a dependent, never mind pregnancy complications and birth support and needing to take time away from your business that until you are ready for a high-end program or you have cash in the bank, which means you've made it to a certain level as an entrepreneur, or you have established yourself in your partnership and your relationship and you and your family can afford additional help, until you're there, it can be really hard to make the sale for a $500 program for and even a $1,000 program for certain individuals. And what I want to do is to help this market that's already taxed so much by the... like 
the, the holes and the, the systematic failings of our social infrastructure and the fact that we don't have paid parental leave for female entrepreneurs, I would like to create things that help as many female entrepreneurs and new parents as possible at the lowest price point possible, which is is a huge vision, right? That requires a lot of reach and it requires really doing a lot of research and work. But that's where I feel the strongest about our impact right now. So I'm focused on these mini books, these guides, and they are they do things. I don't know if you've taken a look, if you looked at our website. We have guides in progress that are they're short, they solve specific practical problems, they offer specific guidance. And they do things like one of them is on how to streamline your business and slow down and do less, which is perfect for people who have are female founders or solopreneurs that need to slow down their business and do so systematically and rigorously and understand where to cut back. We have one on how to negotiate your maternity leave if you are a leader in a company or you're, you have like a co-founder or you need to convince your boss or your CEO, like how do I take a maternity leave? Or you need to convince yourself, right? Because a lot of times these conversations we're having are as much in our head as they are with other people. I have a whole set of templates on how to do quarterly planning and goal setting, including my monthly review, my weekly review, and my quarterly review planning templates. We have a mini book on the parenting reading list. So if you feel like, I want to know what Sarah knows about parenting, but I don't want to read 27 books, like I read all those books and I'll give you my notes. Ditto for pregnancy. I read all those books and I'll give you my notes. And then we have a really fun book in progress on profiles of women entrepreneurs. So like a consolidated collection of ideas and quotes and insights from other female founders who have done this kind of thing before and what they learned along the way. So over the next 12 weeks in Q4, I am going to be working on publishing these books. And I will share with you in as real time as possible how it's going, what we've accomplished, what we ran into, how I make decisions, what's broken, what's breaking, what's not working. And, you know, if I have a week where I feel like a complete failure, I will probably share that with you too, because... So much of entrepreneurship is about the inner game as well. It's about understanding your own psychology and figuring out how to keep going even when it feels like a swirly mess. So I'm inviting you alongside me for the next short season. I don't know when it will end. I don't know when I will stop. But over the next coming weeks, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of an inside look at what we're building and what it takes and our week over week progress. I have to admit, it makes me nervous to be this transparent in real time about our process and to be kind of opening the kimono and sharing what we're choosing to do and how we're choosing to make decisions. But I also think it's really important because these are the types of conversations that I crave at the heart of entrepreneurship. And these are the problems that I think are really fascinating and overlooked. It's sexy to have a big strategy. It's sexy to have a, an idea. We see we glorify single founders on the covers of magazines, but the real challenge of entrepreneurship are in the grit and the determination and the day-to-day, how you show up every single day and make decisions in the face of uncertainty and keep going when you're at the two-year or the four-year or the seven-year mark and how to know what to do next. These aren't easy things, and I don't think it gets easier 
the more times you go through entrepreneurship, I think you just get better at dealing with uncertainty and knowing that there is risk involved. So I invite you to join me. What are you going to do over the next 90 days to close out the last quarter of 2019? I will be back on the podcast intermittently. I am making a very loose promise to myself that I will check in and give updates on the progress to hold myself accountable and to take you inside of this journey of pivoting for the next three to six months. We are still going to have our mastermind next year. The applications will open in January. We start in March. And there still will be B-School. I take a whole group of people through B-School and do a private coaching program there. I'm happy to tell you more about both of those if you are on our email list. But between now and then, we're going to slow the role of podcast publishing. I hope you enjoy the time getting back into some of the back episodes. If you miss us while we're gone, that's okay. I've heard that's actually a good thing. And we'll see you when we post our next update. Hey everyone, just a heads up and a reminder, if you want to listen to our long form Ask Me Anything sessions, they are 30, 45, and sometimes 60 minutes in length, and they we go deep into questions that people have. If you want me to look at your business, you want me to comment on your marketing plan, or you have a question about parenting, pregnancy, or anything in between, we are taking listener questions and I answer them in a monthly Ask Me Anything fireside chat. It's available only to our Patreon supporters. So if you back us at the $7 a month level, you get access to this private podcast. You can get access to all of the past episodes, which is pretty cool. So if you're missing the podcast while we're on our hiatus and you want to take a listen in to these Ask Me Anything episodes, go over to Patreon and become a monthly backer at the $7 per month level and you'll get access to all of the future episodes, as well as all of the past episodes. Keep in mind that you are also supporting the work of Startup Pregnant and our growth in these early days, and that matters a ton. Every dollar helps and counts, and we appreciate so much and are grateful for your support. Patreon.com slash Startup Pregnant will take you right there. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Did I spell that right? Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yes. Patreon.com slash Startup Pregnant will take you there. The link will be right here in the show notes. You can go straight there. $7 a month and you get access to this entirely exclusive Patreon-only podcast. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And you know, I always say this and I mean it. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like our show. It takes a few seconds and it really does help us a lot. If you want more of what we're talking about, go over to startuppregnant.com and get on our email list. We send out a weekly newsletter with time-saving tips for parents and entrepreneurs. And I always include a weekly gadget or tool or something awesome that we've stumbled upon to help make your life just a little bit easier. And as always, you can reach out to us at hello at startuppregnant.com. We love hearing from you.